What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. Tonight, we're going to talk about what to do if a card that you really, really want comes up for sale, but you just can't get it. There's a number of reasons why this might happen. So first of all, maybe the card isn't even up for sale at all. Maybe it's just uh, somebody else's in somebody else's collection or they're fishing. And by the way, if you don't know what fishing is, it means that there's a lot of people out there that will post a card that they have and they're saying, hey, how much do you think this card's worth? But actually what they're trying to do is they're trying to get people to offer money for it. And uh, that's kind of frowned upon. I don't really know why it's necessarily frowned upon, but a lot of people don't like that uh, sort of thing. But in any event, uh, there are cards that will come up for you and me uh, that will just catch our eye. They'll capture our hearts and souls. We really, really want this specific card, especially in this day and age where we live in these like times when one of ones galore are being printed and they're, it's not just that they're printing one of ones with different foil parallels and that sort of thing. They're getting really crazy. There's some bat knob cards, there's some bat barrel cards, super fractors, foil fractors, pure wood cards, all kinds of these really neat works of art. You know, they're, they're cards that uh, we wouldn't have even have dreamt about 20 years ago uh, that are being produced every month now. Now we're kind of in a little bit of a lull like we always are at the beginning of the year, but from here on out, look for the card companies to start absolutely pouring on the gas and all kinds of amazing phenomenal cards uh, uh, will be introduced to the market. That's how it goes. Uh, you know, around, uh, I think probably May or June is really when it really starts kicking up if I remember correctly. But in any event, it happens. There's a, an incredible laundry tag card or bat knob or, or barrel. And a lot of times, because we know ahead of times, a lot of times what's on the checklist, we can really try to go headhunting for specific cards. I've done that many, many times, and many times I've been successful uh, getting it. And I'll give you an example. Uh, like, let's say in uh, 2017 Tier 1, I think, there was a barrel and a knob and just a regular autograph one of one. And uh, I think there's something else, or maybe not, I don't recall. Uh, but, you know, I started posting ads online saying, hey, guys, please keep an eye out for me on these. And within like a few days of the products released, I drained the, entri the entire product of the one of one Canseco cards. And uh, the same thing went with uh, 2017 Leaf Q. Uh, I got all of the one of ones and nearly made the entire rainbow on all of them. Those rainbows were impossible. Uh, and it was... Uh, is really fun to be able to do. Of course, it's quite an expensive endeavor. And it's not something I really do anymore because I'm very choosy, very selective of what I want. But when there's a card that I want, I want it really badly. So, uh, you know, this happens uh, every now and then where, uh, unfortunately, the card that you want ends up being uh, pulled or picked up by somebody that is a reseller uh, which is good, you know, that's much better than somebody that PCs who you're wanting or whatever, for sure. Uh, but it's bad if they think that they're going to get the moon for the card. I've seen a number of times where a card that you think might be 
three, four, five hundred dollars max, and the guy wants three or four thousand dollars. You go, oh man, that's terrible. And so, uh, you know, you never, you never really know what to do. So, a lot of times, what I've, what I've done in the past is, uh, you know, I'll reach out and, you know, kind of provide some sales data. You got to be careful with how you do this, though, um, because a lot of times that can be a turnoff for the seller. You know, like they might have the reaction of, you think I'm an idiot or something? You think that I can't tell what the sales data is? So, you know, definitely be careful on how you word things, you know, and like I know what I've done in the past, a lot of times I said, you know, hey, I, uh, I'm not sure if you know the market of this, but um, if you're willing to, you know, sell this for, you know, market value or similar, uh, I would be more than happy to share with you what those uh, numbers are, uh, whether you sell to me or not, and, uh, and buy it if you're open to selling for that. And uh, more, more often than not, that seems to work well. Uh, but sometimes there are guys that just say, you know, look, I know it's a $500 card. Um, I think that there's going to be somebody that will be willing to do uh, $200 or $2,000 for it. Um, and, you know, that's fine. They're well within their rights. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that are buyers that uh, they feel uh, entitled to certain cards and they get downright angry at sellers that won't sell it at market value but the thing is that we have to do we have to understand as buyers and collectors is sellers are not tied to uh, selling at any price whatsoever they could ask a hundred thousand dollars for the card if they want um, so what that means is we, we can do a couple things. Uh, number one, the first and most easiest thing is to kind of lick our wounds and walk away, <laughs> realizing that the odds are, unless it's like a rare 90s card or something like that, uh, there will be others. Uh, and even when it comes to 90s cards, there'll be others as well. Uh, shoot, I mean, many of the one of one cards from the 90s uh, aren't even one of ones. I think more often than not, if you find a one of one card, that was made from the 90s, they actually made more than one. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's something that you can uh, kind of take a little comfort in. Another thing is, though, especially when it comes to the newer things, you might think, oh, man, I really want this 2021 Transcendent one of one, whatever, or this 2020 Stadium Club Super Fractor one of one, whatever it is. Uh, and the, th the thing is, the honest, honest to goodness uh, truth about this whole thing is that they're going to make more. You know, it might not be that same that same exact card, but there's going to be more one of one stadium club super fractors. There's going to be more one of one bat knobs and bat barrels, and so I've I've personally kind of taken the 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 thought of uh, the position of you know what if I miss something that's a new release, guess what? They're going to make some more next year, and the year after, and the year after, and the year after, and it'll be okay. You know, it's not it's not going to be a big deal. Uh, there's plenty of cards out there. They're, they're continuing to make them. They will continue to make them. So, you know, that will hopefully get us through this feeling of, like, heartbreak and, oh, I missed out. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's awful. Woe is me. You know, I felt that before. You know, I, I've definitely felt that before. <laughs> it sounds kind of stupid, I think, to people that don't collect cards. But if you collect cards and you're a hardcore baseball card collector, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that's the easy way. The other way about it would be just to be patient, especially if you have uh, 
what I call an eBay ornament, which is basically what it is if somebody is asking three, four, five, six, seven times the actual market value of the card, it just stays there on eBay forever. Well, I've had, uh, I've had luck being able to, to pick up some of these cards, but it takes months and months and months to do when people realize that, the, that number one, the card just is stale, it's not going anywhere, uh, and the seller says, okay, well, obviously there's not a buyer for this. So then you can open up the conversation again and say, hey, I've been watching this card for a number of months. Uh, I didn't want to uh, reach out to you too soon, so I wanted to make sure there were no other real buyers there for you, but um, since there isn't, would you be willing to accept an offer? And so that's a good way to really start the conversation. Now, another thing you could do as well, which is very helpful, uh, is to be able to say, hey, listen, I trade. Would you be interested in doing a deal? I've done a number of trades before, and, and oftentimes trading cards is even more fun than just flat out buying them. Uh, you, you know, it hurts sometimes if you have to get rid of cards that you really love, uh, but pretty much anything's replaceable, right? And that's that's kind of the fun part about it too. Uh, some of my greatest uh, memories of making deals actually comes from making trades, and, and we're talking about trades that take several, several, several months. Uh, to pull off, which is you know kind of fun. Also, once it's done, if nothing happens during that time, then that's terrible. But you know, it's it's great to be able to to get get a deal done. So, uh, but anyway, so those are a few of my thoughts. Uh, you know, it's not really too long of a of an episode tonight, but I, I do know that there's a lot of people out there that will come up to this uh, problem every now and then and say, you know, I really don't know what to do. Um, the card that I truly, desperately, madly want is out there. I just can't get it. Um, I'll give you a, one other example, which is kind of interesting. If you're a seller of one of these cards, there's a card that was listed for $3,000 recently. I'm not going to say exactly what it is because I don't want to necessarily out the seller or the buyer or whatever. I don't think it's really going to hurt anybody's feelings anyways, but uh, I've seen this happen before in the past as well. But anyway, so this card is listed for $3,000. It's probably about... Eh, five, six times too much of what it, of what it normally would go for. Uh, and it had been on eBay for months. And the seller pulls it, grades it. The card gets a PSA 10 grading. So instead of it being a $3,000 card in his mind, it's now a $4,000 card in his mind. He puts it back on eBay for $4,000 and nothing. So he says, okay, it's not going anywhere. Well, I just have a buy it now. I'm going to set it to auction. He puts it at auction and it ends at a little over $700. And, uh, you know, so that's kind of like a, a big wake-up call, I think, for a lot of sellers out there when you realize, ah, okay. Yeah, I, I do think that he might have possibly gotten more if he was being more flexible um, on it. But that's how it goes, right? You want to get, it's, and, and let me be clear about this as well. There are people that will call sellers greedy uh, because they want every every dollar that they can out of it. In my opinion, that's not being greedy. You know, you, as a seller, you want to get as much money out of your card as possible. Why would you leave money on the table <laughs> for so that way the people that aren't buyers uh, won't call you greedy? <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. So, uh, but anyways, I I feel for the guy. Um, 
especially if you truly thought that he had a three or four thousand dollar card and you know it only hit 700 or 750 dollars wherever it was but that's how it goes you know that's how it goes sometimes so but any of that i guess uh, that's all i have for you tonight um uh so uh hope hope that kind of gives you a few tools to work with a little bit to try to nail down some of those cards that you really really like just open up the first thing I think would be just to open up dialogue, open up communication with the seller. Uh, don't, you know, just make sure when you talk to him, don't put him on the defensive side. You know, don't make him defend himself and uh, and things will get, will go a lot more smoothly. So anyways, good luck to all of you guys out there trying to, you know, shoot for the stars and get those cards that you really love. I, I'm pulling for you. Uh, let me know what you get, especially if you uh, employ some of these tactics. That'd be great to hear. Hope you all have a great night. Thanks for listening.